Victor, I told you we don't have a watch. Wow, this is taking forever. Uh, tell me about it. Victor's usually much more shooty by this point. Yeah. Hey, Frank, Arthur and I were just wondering, are you planning on shooting us or not? Wait. Well, you've already boarded our ship, scared away the monsters, and are holding us captive. You could at least have the decency to not make us hurry up and wait. I said, quiet. The boss has his own purposes. One more word out of you two, and I'll... Uh, um, and I'll... Take your time. Well, you won't like what I do, that's for sure. We'll be waiting on bated breath. Whatever. I guess they could always put us in the brig with Alex and Jessica... By the way, did you know we have a brig? Yeah, Alex shooting Victor really did not put him in a good mood. Victor, I... I... This is strange. Victor's acting weird. <laughs> Weirder than usual? I mean, last time we saw him, he was glowing and shooting lasers out of his hands. <laughs> then he got his butt kicked by two little old ladies. <laughs> the cosmic grannies! I almost forgot about them. Well, a lot's happened. I mean, like, immediately after that, we crash-landed in ancient China and became mail carriers. And picked up a mad alchemist. And a magic chicken. For the record, I called that the alchemist was going to be evil. I just want to make that clear. Yeah, you totally called that. Why are dating into this? We have the entire reality... It's not about being right, but it's about being... Well, I guess it about brings us up to speed. What should we do to pass the time? Hmm. We could see if Frank would let us go to the kitchen. I think I still have some potatoes to do the potato challenge with. Huh? Huh? Pass. Hmm. What if we play Go Fish? Oh, but I guess we don't have any cards. Wait a second. Want to freak out Frank with me? Absolutely. <laughs> okay, let me see Ruben. Ah! Oh, Frank! What? Ruben, deck of cards, please. Oh, oh, what the? <laughs> the Time Travelers Radio Show, presented by WPNR at Radio City in New York. After a terrible deed that rocked the very foundations of the space-time continuum, five brave individuals, John, Alex, Jessica, Navy, and Arthur, travel through space and time to retrieve the one item that can restore balance to it all, a small pocket watch from the clutches of the dastardly evildoer, Victor. Now trapped in the 1940s with communication systems down, the team tells their story as a sci-fi radio adventure in the hopes of being rescued and saving the world. This is the Time Traveler's Radio Show. Today's adventure, part one of the epic two-part season finale, The Time Labyrinth. Here at WPNR, we recognize that product choices can be a labyrinth of their own. The Little Giants Company seeks to help you navigate as best we can. Today's episode is sponsored by Little Giants' new patent-pending cranial neural stimulator. Now, on with the show. Having narrowly escaped defeat at the jaws of terrifying time monsters, our heroes are rescued by a new threat. Victor and his cronies coming to settle an old score. I'm going to give you one. Last chance, John. Just one. Where is the watch? I've told you, Victor, we do not have it. You have to have it. It was here. Our scanners indicated that it was right here. Well, scan again. An alchemist from ancient China stowed away in our ship and stole it. It's gone. Show him, Navy. Please, Victor, you have to believe us. It's not here. Francois? She's right, sir. It's not here. And actually... It's not anywhere. Hey, 
that was going to be my line. Please, Victor, he's right. You have to believe us. If this scan data is correct, the watch isn't just gone from our ship. It's gone, gone. There's no signature showing up anywhere. It's like... It's like it just disappeared. But... But... That can't be. You You must have just hidden it. The scan data doesn't lie, Victor. You know that. It's gone. I will tear this ship apart bit by bit if I have to, but we are not leaving until I have that watch. Francois, bring me the two annoying ones from the brig and make sure they can't shoot anyone. Ah, we we, Victor. All right. Let's try this a different way. What about we don't have it, do you not understand? An alchemist from ancient China stowed away and stole it. Yes, yes, you keep saying that. What alchemist? Short, creepy, definitely evil. Kind of talks like this. <laughs> Ooh, mix lithium and limestone powder is boom! Wow. No, no, but that's impossible. Apparently not, because it happened. Do do you have any idea what you've done? Oh, what I've done? What about what you've done? This, all of this is your fault, and you know it. Oh, my fault. None of this would have happened if you hadn't have stolen my father's watch. Oh, you want to get into this now? Oh, John? I'll get into it, Victor. I will. <laughs> is that a chicken? Oops. <laughs> Sorry about that. Come on, Reuben. Please step back from the nice psychopath. I can't believe you let him take it. I was so close. What are you talking about? This is a temporary setback for my team, Victor. Unless... Unless you're not telling me something. Wait. You said letting him take it. Victor? I do not take joy in what you're forcing me to do now, John. Ah, Prince Alex and Jessica... Thank you for joining us and for not shooting me this time. I told you it wasn't going to work. But I still got him. Since you are all unable to hold on to the watch, I will now have to get it back from somewhere very difficult myself. Something I'm not looking forward to, but best to get started. No time like the present. Oh, I wasn't even trying that time. Oh, <laughs> that was funny. Did you see what I did there? No time like the present. <sighs> All right, fine, have it your way. Frank, shoot them. There it is. <laughs> My pleasure. Wait, guys, come on. Can't we talk this out? I'm sure we can come to some sort of an arrangement. You don't have to do this, Victor. Well, I can't have you all following me and mucking things up again. This will be a good insurance policy. I had hoped it wouldn't come to this. Goodbye, John. Say goodnight. What the? Well, that was anticlimactic. You fool, didn't you charge it? I, I did, I, I promise. Francois, you do it. With pleasure, Victor. <laughs> it is not working. Do I have to do everything myself around here? <laughs> okay, well, this is just ridiculous. <laughs> oh, Victor! <laughs> your face! <laughs> you should have seen your face! <laughs> uh. We know that voice. Hello, Dimitri. I'm, I'm sorry. You two know each other? You could say that. <laughs> oh, 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 Victor and I go way back. Way back to ancient China. Victor, explain. Oh, allow me. Victor arrived a week before you did. Lost, alone, destitute, without ship or crew, begging for Dimitri's help. And... 
Dimitri said no. <laughs> but then, Victor say you possess something immense and powerful. World-shaping, an anomaly of time and space. The Watch! He say, Dimitri, help me and the watch will be yours. <laughs> oh, Victor, we are fun, don't we not? So that's it. You were on our ship when we punched our way to China from the 80s. You ended up in the same spot just a week earlier. Then you said Dimitri. That explains everything. Like how he knew where to find us in China. And how the core was a perfect fit for our ship. I had nothing to do with that. But you had to. Oh, no. Victor is having nothing to do with those things. Dimitri has always been watching. Watching all of you for very long time. <laughs> That's creepy. Yeah, I told you. Yeah, we don't like him either. What did you call him, boss? A time walker? A time walker? Shut up, Frank. You made a deal with a time walker? Are you out of your mind? No, but I am. <laughs> of all the stupid, selfish, and downright bad things you've done, this takes the cake. Oh, I'm sorry. What is a time walker? Oh, they're a race of time travelers, and they hate us. They're a race of time travelers? Like, aliens? Oh. We don't know what they are. My dad encountered them when he first tested time travel. They don't use portals, they don't need capsules, and they definitely do not like human time travelers. And they're dangerous. Alex, did you know about this? Uh, well, yeah, Grandpa told us stories about time walkers around the campfire and stuff, but I always thought it was just a myth. He always made them out to sound like evil elves or like little gremlins or something. Okay, so hold on, back up. Oh, for goodness sake, they're a race of time travelers that don't like us. Any other questions? Yeah, why do none of you ever tell us these things beforehand? Time monsters, time gremlins, it really seems like this should all be a part of the onboarding process. I Could you promise to give the watch to a time walker? Do you have any idea what they could do with it? Well, I wasn't actually going to give it to him. Victor, you were going to double-cross me? <laughs> I got him. What? I've got a location for Dimitri. It's weird, but it's something. Dimitri, we know where you are, and we are coming for you. Are you really? Almost like everything is going according to my plan. <laughs> well, this has been fun. Bye. It's a trap. Yeah, but it's something. Okay, this is what we do. We? Wait, what is this we? My team will be going and leaving you all here. You can't be serious. You practically give the most dangerous item in the universe to one of the most dangerous individuals in the universe, and you still want to do this? Uh, hold on. I, I do not see on my scanner. That's because Navy is clever. Very well. Navy, hand over the scanner. No. I'm sorry. I, I don't think I heard you right over the sheer number of weapons we have pointed at you. What did you say? No. You want the coordinates? You want the watch? You're going to have to bring us all with you. Or I could just shoot you. Boys! Are you kidding me? Listen, Victor, Navy's right. The tasers aren't working and we're evenly matched. You've got a ship, we've got the coordinates, we can make a deal. Plus, we're both dealing with a time walker. We need all the help we can get. Fine. A 
temporary truce, but no holds barred once we find the watch. Agreed? Agreed. Well, looking at the state of your ship, I'll have to give you a tow. Unless, of course, you've got jumper cables. <laughs> Francois, Frank, with me. Well, this is exciting. <laughs> safe is our top priority. And in this environment, it might be tricky. Where on Earth are we? That's just the thing. I don't think we are on Earth. Wait, seriously? I don't know. I can't make sense of the scan data. It's just, it's just not normal. We're outside of time and space. What? That's what the scan data means. Why it's so weird. I think we're on a shadow world. Shadow world? That sounds a little... spooky. Well, it, it does look shadowy, but it is twilight, after all. No, no, no. Shadow because the things that happen in our world show up here only as impressions and shadows, and vice versa. It, it's a time thing. My dad theorized it about it years ago, but never found it. Oh, yeah. I remember reading that from his journal. Is it dangerous? No one knows anything about it. But that doesn't mean it's not dangerous for us. Well, isn't this nice and cozy? Just like old times. How do you want to do this, John? Well, my team will lead us to wherever Dimitri is. Your team will walk in front of us. Are we so suspicious, aren't we? Very well. My team will serve as the lead company. You all know Frank and Francois. Hello. Bonjour. And I'm sure you, of course, remember Francisco. Muy buena. Hold on. I'm not sure I ever noticed this before, but I am sensing a pattern. All right. Now that we're all reacquainted, Navy, why don't you lead us to that lovely watch? I will be giving the orders for my team, Victor, if you don't mind. Oh, why, yes, of course. How silly of me. Please, after you. Navy, what do you got? Well, like I've said before, the data is weird and it's very hard to trace. But it's pointing in a vaguely that way direction. Well, as a wise man once said, time waits for no one. Unless, of course, you're, you've removed yourself from the flow of time like we have. <laughs> Shall we? After you. <laughs> My team, let's go and keep your eyes open. Seriously, though, has no one realized that they're all just named Frank just in different languages? <laughs> Bet you noticed, didn't you, Reuben? That's right. What a good chicken you are. Guys, wait for me! This place is so creepy. Yeah, did you see all those potatoes back there? 
It was like they had a million eyes. What is it with you and potatoes lately? Everyone, please, just focus. Getting tired, my old friend. Well, that makes sense. Just like that time in softball back in the eighth grade. Perhaps you should just yield and allow me my victory. Oh, in your dreams. And this is nothing like softball in the eighth grade, except for the fact that you cheated. Oh, I cheated. Yes, you did. I am not having this conversation. You can't escape the past, John. We are time travelers after all. <laughs> Any idea how much longer, Navy? We've been walking for hours. I wish I knew. It seems like the closer we get, the longer it takes. I think we have to be getting close, though. Here, Frank, I'll take this side, you take that one, and we'll give it a try, okay? No, no! Let Victor and me handle this. We've come for the watch, Dimitri. Have you really? Shocking! Turn it over to us now, and we'll spare you any consequences of your actions. <laughs> How magnanimous of you, John! <laughs> we had a deal, Dimitri. I'm sure we could work things out. No, 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 Dimitri. I'm sure we can work things out. Dimitri. Dimitri. We do have fun together, do we not, Victor? Dimitri, please. Why take the watch? Your people have no need for it. It only serves to further damage space and time. Why, indeed. <laughs> the watch belongs to me and my family, Dimitri. Victor stole it from its timeline to enact vengeance on me for a personal squabble between us. Just return it to me, and I will ensure its return to its correct location in time, and all of this is put to an end. If you allow me to do what I want with the watch, Dimitri, we can still work out a deal. John will just put it back where it was, rendering it useless to you. Oh, Victor, always trying to make a deal. <laughs> Why lead us here, Dimitri? What do you want? I ah, yes. Dimitri knew you would come if he had watched. So is that all this was? Just a ploy to get us to come to this weird planet? Yes! <laughs> so what do you want? Dimitri want help. You want help? Fair is fair, is it not? Dimitri, help you. Now you help Dimitri. Uh, I wouldn't call what you did help. Yeah, if it wasn't for Reuben, we would have been toast. Both times. You need help with Dimitri. An item has been taken from Dimitri. Item has spanned across time and space. Dimitri wants it back. Yeah, I know the feeling. So we're just looking for an item? What, did you lose your wallet or something? <laughs> no, Prince Alex. Something much, much more valuable than simple wallet. 
much more powerful too. You return to me my item. I give you watch. Well, what is it? Oh, Dimitri, never tell. <laughs> How are we supposed to accomplish this thing? Behold, the time labyrinth. Home to Dimitri's missing item. You must find the clues, solve the puzzles, complete the labyrinth, and then Dimitri will be reunited with his precious. I thought you said it spanned across time and space. Excellent navy! Oh, so clever! <laughs> we are on what you call a shadow world, are we not? Here, time becomes a physical thing. As you wend your way through the maze, you move through time. Things that belong to one time must be returned to where they belong in another in order to advance. What do you call this? Anomalies. <laughs> Choose the right items, because if not, dangerous consequences may occur. Why don't you just get it yourself? Dimitri not permitted. What? Okay, there's no way we're doing this. Who knows what kind of monsters he's got waiting in there for us? Who knows indeed? But you will be doing Labyrinth. Oh yeah? What makes you so sure? Because if you don't, Dimitri, break time by smashing watch with hammer! <laughs> Please, just don't hurt the watch. We'll do the labyrinth. <sighs> Prepare yourselves. <laughs> well, it seems that time is against us. Best get moving. And best to stick together for now. Don't you agree, John? Oh. Yes, I do. All right, team. I'm not asking any of you to go in there with me. This might very well be the most dangerous thing any of us have ever done. And Victor and I are the chief ones tied up in this. This really is my fight. If you want to, you're free to go back to the ship and wait. What are you talking about, Dad? We're going with you. Yeah, John, there's no way we're letting you go in there alone, especially with Victor. We're coming with you. Someone needs to have your back. And let us not forget our secret weapon, Reuben the Magic Chicken. You are the greatest team a captain could ever ask for. Thank you. Thank you all. That was beautiful. Very touching. Frank, Francois, Francisco with me. Wait, are we not going to get the option to go back to the ship as well? No. Oh, man. Why do we not get to have the warm fuzzies as well? Oh, here it is. Okay, here we go. Dimitri, we're ready. Let's do this. <laughs> Excellent. <laughs> welcome, welcome one and all to the maze that stops them all. Enter, please, if you dare, but be prepared that enter here. The terrors that do lie inside will neither shirk nor will they hide. Follow now, if you please, the glowing light and gentle breeze. By the light of this gentle hyacinth, welcome all to Dimitri's time labyrinth. <laughs> Ha, 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 ha!
And now it's time for a brief word from our sponsor, Little Giant's Bunion Cream, who has a new product they'd like to share with you. Are you tired of difficult decisions? Are you sick of figuring out what to pick up every time you go to the grocery store? Well, the Little Giants Company is here to say... No more! The Little Giants Company is proud to present a new boundary-pushing product that will revolutionize the shopping experience. Presenting the Little Giants' new patent-pending Cranial Neural Stimulator. The Little Giant's Cranial Neural Stimulator is intended to take the difficult decisions out of shopping. Don't believe us? Just ask these very satisfied Little Giant's customers. Ever since I started using Little Giant's patent-pending Cranial Neural Stimulator, I don't have to think about what I buy anymore. I'll take one of everything Little Giant's has to offer. Sold! <laughs> now that I'm using the Little Giant's Cranial Neural Stimulator, I never forget to buy the products my girlfriend loves the most. Here you go, sir. Wow, ten cases of anti Foot cream? <gasps> Babe, you promised never to tell anyone about that. Uh, sorry. Ever since I started using the Little Giant's patent-pending cranial neurostimulator, I don't have a single worry in the world because all I want to do is buy Little Giant. All right. <laughs> Am I wrong to extrapolate from this context that the Little Giants company is trying to sell people on actual mind control devices with the intent of getting people to buy their terrible product? Um, it sure looks that way. Does it even actually work? Hold on, here, let me try it. Oh, be careful, Arthur. How do you feel? I feel good. Do you feel hypnotized? No. Of course he doesn't. This is just a head massager with some fancy dials on it. Don, when are we going to stop advertising for this company? They're terrible. Terrific! They really are. No, listen. Do you have any idea how much it takes to support all of you, especially in this decade? It's a lot, right? So you're going to do this commercial, and you're going to like it. At least until we get rescued. Well, maybe if Alex would just get a job like me, we might not have to do these commercials. We've been over this. I'm first officer, and someone needs to be ready at a moment's notice if we get a signal that we're being rescued. Does that have to mean reading comic books all day? Guys, how do I turn this off? Some of those are originals. They're going to be worth a lot of money when we get back. Oh, yeah, well, you just had to spend our last you know, 25 cents okay. on new Captain America. A first edition Captain America is going to be worth so much money. I mean, for Giant's new patent-pending cranial neural stimulator. It'll heal what ails ya. It'll heal what ails ya. A special thanks to our wonderful sponsor, Little Giant's Bunion Cream. Now, back to our feature presentation here on WPNR, the Time Traveler's Radio Show, The Time Labyrinth, Part 1. Someone, please, help me, Ruben, <laughs> All right, well, this is lovely. Where should we begin first? The identical-looking passage on the left or the identical-looking passage on the right? Is that sarcasm I detect in your voice, Victor? Oh, not at all, John. We're just locked inside of a giant time prison with monsters and all the like. I'm feeling rather good about this, really. Look, there was no way we were ever going to get that watch from Dimitri by just asking or threatening. We had to act. I suppose you're right. Have your keen senses of reasoning led you to know where we should go first? I'm working on that, thank you. Boy, it's even creepier in here than it was out there. 
Maybe we could use the scanner to direct us to the watch? I'm trying. There's a lot of interference on this planet. It's going to be hard to know if we're heading in the right direction via scanner. I have an idea. Why don't we split up? Each go a different way and divide and conquer? I agree with this. Yes, I, agree agree very much. I don't trust you, Victor. That's not even an option. But if we do split up, we cover more ground, yes? That seems like no-brainer to me. No one asked you, Frank. Hey! I just thought that we were all on the same team for once. We all want the watch from this Dimitri, yes? This will be the quickest way, yes? What do you say, John? We split up and then reunite when we are close to the watch, then no holds barred. It helps my team, it helps yours. Oh, yes. Let's just split up in the creepy maze. That sounds like a good idea. I'm not hearing any better. Maybe we could all put our backs against each other and then shuffle down the passage together. That way we're all facing out and nothing could sneak up on us. I saw it once on an episode of Scooby-Doo. Like I said, I'm not hearing any better ideas. Maybe we take that little, uh, how do you say, chicken and feed him to the monsters. Here, little pollito, come to Francisco. I... Ow! Bad pollito, bad! He bit me on the, how do you say, finger. Okay, don't pretend like you don't know the word finger. It's so Quiet! I'm not going to let us split up, Victor. Why not let your team split up and my team stay together? You could come with us and they split up and move over more ground. That way you keep an eye on us, John, but we still solve this labyrinth and get back to what we all do best. Fine. Deal. All right, my team and John, with me. Dad, you can't go alone with Victor. He's going to feed you to a, a, a minotaur or something. A, a minotaur? Yeah, you know, in mythology, the minotaur was the monster in the labyrinth. But in a time labyrinth, it would be a minotaur. You're getting as bad as Victor. Listen, everybody, Victor is going to do something. I don't know what, but something. You're our best hopes. Find the anomaly, solve the puzzles, and get to the end. I'll help as best I can, but I have to keep an eye on him. Something's just not right. Alex, you're in charge. Good luck. Okay, you guys ready? Ready. ready. Let's do this. Ready, Ruben? Let's go. And so we entered the labyrinth, each taking a different route in time, restoring anomalies to where they were supposed to be. It ranged from the quick and easy with small anomalies. Excuse me, uh, Ben Franklin? What? What is the meaning of this? Sorry to interrupt. This may be a little bit odd, but I'm here to give you these. My spectacles? Yep. <gasps> they were hiding in the cave of a Tibetan monk from the 1600s. All right, now for why I'm here. Have you noticed anything weird hanging around? Something that shouldn't exist in this time period? Um... No. Aha. Uh -huh. Like that electric scooter you've got in the corner over there? <laughs> I'll just be taking that, thank you. No, no, but, but please. I love it. Listen, I understand these are very fun, but I have to take it. The fate of the universe is at stake if I don't. Besides, your discovery of electricity will make this scooter possible. Hmm. Safety first. Ruben, helmet, please. Fascinating. <laughs> to the extremely difficult with the big. Hi, is this 1920s New York? <clears throat> sure is. Who's asking? Uh, hi. 
Yeah, I'm looking for something that seems extremely out of place for New York, which, I mean, it is New York, but I mean really out of place. Oh, you mean those boat thingies? Boat thingies? Yeah, lady, you're blind? The boat's right there! Oh. My. Gondolas. <laughs> but this is huge! This is literally huge! All of the streets in New York City have been replaced with canals from Venice? How am I supposed to bring that back with me? Sounds like a personal problem to me. Now, if you excuse me, I got papers to sign. Extra, extra, read all about it. Venice canals overtake New York City. Hey, I'm walking here. Terrific. It wasn't all bad, though, with some of us being able to meet some of our personal heroes from across time. Is this 15th century France? Eh, uh, oui. Fantastic. Has there been anything unusual hanging around here? We have this, how you say, things that appeared out of nowhere. How you say, le Taco Bell. Of course it is. Thank you. Then does this mean this sword belongs to you? It just appeared out of nowhere Sacre in the... Bleu. You have found the sword of the Lady of Orleans. Thank you. Thank you. The, 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 the Lady of Orleans. Wait, that means... Oh, thank you for returning my sword to me. Oh, my hundred years warrior, Joan of Arc. <laughs> you have done a valiant deed for France, as I now ride to Compagnie. What is your name? Baby! <laughs> Always remember the power that one individual may have on his three, Navy. I mean, Shaw wrote about you, Shakespeare wrote about you, but not every member of our team was as focused as the others. Has anyone seen Alex? He went in that way, but he hasn't come back yet. Huh. Better go make sure he's okay. More grapes, Prince Alexander. Why, yes, that would be lovely. More shade and fan, Prince Alexander. Please. You know, this is a great place you've got here, Cleo. A guy can really get some thinking done. It's been a really stressful day. Uh, oh, and can I call you Cleo? Yes, why, of course. Cleopatra is very formal, don't you think? Is there anything else I can call you, Prince Alexander? Well, you can just call me Alex. <laughs> <laughs> so tell me, Alex, what are you a prince of? Ah, oh, well, that's really pretty complicated. Let's just say it's a place you've never heard of. <clears throat> oh, Jessica! Hi! Listen, I, I was, I was just, uh, I was just coming back with the, with the, 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 the thing. Oh, here it is. And 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 Cleo, uh, uh, this is Cleopatra, by the way. She asked if I'd like some grapes, and you know, I, I was pretty hungry, and so, I, and so I said, well, well, maybe just a few, and and I, I. I I'm just digging myself in deeper here, aren't I? Uh-huh. Jess, no, no, Jess, wait! I just... Ah! I'm sorry, ladies, I'll uh, have to rain check on that boat ride later. <laughs> Jess, wait! It's not what it looks like! Bye, Bye Prince Alex! <laughs> but of course, being stuck with Victor's crew left a lot to be desired. Excuse me, 
Is this a Swiss watch store from the 1800s? Uh, yes. I'm looking for a guitar belonging to a fellow named Jimi Hendrix. He can't play at Woodstock without it, and it's causing some problems. Oh, you mean that thing? That fellow over there in the curly mustache already took it. What? Very quick with a watch choke, that one, yeah. <laughs> Have I told you the one about my friend who's taken up eating watches? No, no don't no. tell. No. Uh, I didn't think so. It's very time-consuming. Oh, oh, forget <laughs> it. And now for my next trick. What do you think about that one, John? But as we made our way through time, it was inevitable that mistakes would be made. You know, if I didn't know better, I'd say this was going pretty well. Yeah, it's like Dimitri hasn't even been trying. I'm starting to wonder when this is going to get hard. Be careful what you wish for. Okay, which way should we go next? I'm not sure. The maze is like... a maze. Wow. Well, everything has been fairly straightforward up to this point. Maybe we just keep going this way? Maybe these people can help us. What is that? Make way for the queen! Make way! Is that? It can't be. Make way for the queen indeed. We are not amused by the charade. Where are we, Gerald? I, I, I do not know, your majesty. One minute we were at the palace, the next we were in the maze. I do not know how we got here. Well, you'd better figure it out quick, or you won't like what happens when we get home. Uh, Victoria? Alex? Is that you? Oh, it is you. <laughs> Victoria! Wonderful. What are you doing here? I really can't say. One moment I was at the palace inspecting the guards, and the next I was in this strange place. Does this have anything to do with your time travels and my old watch? Um, yeah, it might, actually. She's still really good. Perhaps you can help us then. We are a large company and have neither food nor provisions. Well, never fear, Your Majesty. We can straighten everything out for you. Victoria! Oh, over here, Albert. Alex, I want you to meet my husband, Albert. Oh, Albert is here. Oh, yes, here he comes. Dear, I'm not sure what to make of this strangest place I've ever been. Dear, this is Alex, the one I was telling you about. He and his friends might be able to help us. Good show. Put her there, old boy. Strong handshake. Excellent form. <laughs> <laughs> well, thanks. So, uh, let's see if we can't get you all back to where you're supposed to be. Maybe this is one of the challenges Dimitri has for us? Maybe. The anomalies haven't bled through into the maze part up to this point. Your Majesty, can you remember the last thing that happened right before you uh, were here? Uh, I was inspecting the guard in the courtyard of the palace. I reached for my handkerchief and it wasn't there. I turned to ask Albert if he'd seen it, and then suddenly we were here. Handkerchief? Oh, no. Yes, why? Oh, nothing. Uh-oh. What is it, Arthur? Um, okay, so a few turns back, I was back in Victorian London. I had delivered the anomaly, some keys, back to Jeffrey. You guys remember Jeffrey? <laughs> anyway, he gave me this pair of Air Jordans, and on my way back, I found a lace handkerchief laying on the ground with a large V in it. It looked like V for victory, like in World War II. So I thought it was another anomaly. So I went back to 1940s U.S. thinking it belonged to someone there. Someone there did take it, and, well... Oh, Arthur, no, there's only been one anomaly in each time period so far. Wow. You stole from the Queen of England 
Again. I didn't know it was Queen Victoria's, I swear! Guys, I have been doing really well up until this point. It's okay, Arthur. We'll just backtrack and find where it went. Incorrect. You have created an anomaly instead of fixing one. <laughs> that will make things worse. Much worse. The walls just moved. Why do the walls move? Oh no! The passage has changed. Everything's different. Time fracturing and breaking, Prince Alex. Now anomalies come for you. Now you will have to decide who is friend and who is foe. Who is friend and who is foe? What does that even mean? That shouldn't be too hard. Are you sure of that, Prince Alexander? Victoria? Did, did her eyes glow last time? Victoria? Gerald. Off with their heads! My pleasure, your majesty. Oh, run! Hurry! <laughs> what on earth is happening? What did I say? What did I say? They're gaining on us. What do we do? Over here. Hurry, turn. Who is that? Friend or foe? Friend or foe? Ah, friend, turn! Ah, ah, wait! Um, thanks. Friend? What are you all doing out after the bell tolls? Are you crazy? Who are you? My name is Kevin. I'm from Canada. <laughs> and I'm here to help. Thank you again for saving us, Kevin. We owe you our lives. Oh, it was nothing. You guys would do the same for me. This is a pretty sweet setup you got here, Kevin. How long have you been in the maze? It's hard to say. Time doesn't really work the same here as it does elsewhere. How'd you know how to avoid those historical figures like that. I've had run-ins with anomalies like them before. You're not the first people Demetrius tricked into this maze. I knew it! Sorry, go on. Came here looking for my friend, Amelia. Is she a historical figure? No, she's an explorer. Kind of a time adventurer. She came here hoping to learn more about Dimitri, but never came out. So I came in looking. She came here to learn more about Dimitri? Apparently he's strange even among time walkers. She's been trying to learn more about him, track something down, something he'd lost. Wait, earlier you said that Dimitri tricks people into this maze? Yeah, he he entices you by saying he'll give you what you want most in exchange for finding his stupid item. I don't think anyone ever makes it out. You just keep trying to solve these time puzzles and they keep getting harder and you keep making more and more mistakes and you just, you end up stuck. And then that, that bell strikes that awful tone and, and that's when the anomalies turn bad like that. That's what happened to me, so I, so I hunkered down here trying to plan what to do next. I just hope Amelia is safe. We can help you find her. We're actually pretty good at this time travel stuff. How did you guys get here anyway? Well, our genius friend Navy over here found the coordinates. But that that's not enough. What do you mean? Even with the coordinates, you can't get here unless you've come with someone who's already been. That doesn't make any sense. No, it's true. I could only find my way here because I came with Amelia on an initial scouting trip. She came with her dad years ago. It's weird, but that's how this place works. Well, that's weird because none of us, none of us had been here before, unless... Victor. 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 Who's Victor? How did we not see this? Victor's been here before. This is all a trap. That's probably why he's been so eager to team up. And he was the one piloting. Ah, uh, how could we miss this? And my dad. My dad is out there with him and all the other bad guys and anomalies. I, I, I'm sorry, I, I've got to go. Whoa, whoa, whoa! 
You can't go out there after the bell rings. I don't care what anomalies are out there. My dad is trapped with the villains, the bad guys. And they're all named Frank. Listen, the anomalies aren't the only things you have to deal with after the bell. What do you mean? Th there's something in here, something terrible. I've never gotten close enough to look at it, but, but if you do, you usually don't come back. It only comes out after the bell rings. Dad. You know, John, there's something almost tranquil about this place. Something serene, primal. Are you familiar with the origins of the labyrinth myth? No, I'm not. Oh, well, while you were obsessed with everything the Ming Dynasty had to offer, I was busy with the Greeks. It's very intriguing. I'll enlighten you. Oh. Some say that the myth originated with the Aurora Borealis and ancient peoples looking up into the stars and seeing it as a great labyrinth in the sky. That's the tranquil part. Sure, sure. But on discovering this place, one would wonder if this is the inspiration for the original myth. A grand labyrinth that spans across all of time and all space. Sounds pretty accurate to me. Uh-huh. But if that were the case, would that not be concerning? The legends and myths of old indicate that the labyrinth was built to contain something. Something... Evil. Are you nearing a point? My point is, John, have you given any thought to if we're heading into a trap? I have. Well, good. Glad to know that my old friend is still shot. What was that? It does pain me, John, all the things I've had to do. For what it's worth. Our friendship did mean a lot to me in its primes. Will you shut up? Because Alex wasn't wrong. You see, in the labyrinth, one must beware the Minotaur. What? <laughs> Goodbye, John. That was the Time Traveler's Radio Show, Episode 5, The Time Labyrinth, Part 1. The Time Traveler's Radio Show is a special production by WPNR at Radio City in New York and was recorded in front of a fake studio audience. A special thanks to our sponsor, Little Giant's new patent-pending cranial neurostimulator. Make sure to tune in next week for the epic conclusion of our two-part season finale episode six, The Time Labyrinth Part Two. How does he do this every week? Oh, take over, Cody. Thanks, Victor. The Time Traveler's radio show is created by Cody Cutler and Jacob Ernest. This episode was written, produced, and directed by Cody Cutler. It starred W. Benjamin Hyde as John, Adam Packard as Alex, Kelly Cook as Jessica and Ruben, Darcy Ramirez as Navy, Chris Rollins as Arthur, Dane Allred as Victor, and Jacob Baird as Dimitri, Benjamin Franklin, Frenchman and Swissman, and Albert. It also starred Matthew de la Fuente as Frank, Francois, Francisco, Gerald, and Kevin. Chelsea Lynn Trammell as Queen Victoria, Bryn Allred as Joan of Arc and Cleopatra, and Bentley Reynolds as Paperboy. Follow the Time Traveler's radio show on Instagram and Twitter, or like us on Facebook. Thank you for listening, and as always, see you next time. Oh, that was very good, Cody. Thank you. By the light of this gentle hyacinth, welcome all to Dimitri's Time Labyrinth! <laughs>